Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin. Hi. RJ. Hello. Maria. Hi. Jake. Good morning. Man, we have got a full crew. So <laughs> <laughs> last week. Wait. What? I have to, don't worry, I haven't forgotten our special guest. I'm okay. getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> it's like you're forgetting you someone. The, the slow build. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, last week, unfortunately, um, we did not have a successful recording of our, our podcast interview with uh, Evan. Unfortunately, only half the audio recorded, so we did double, triple, quadruple checking of the recording today, and I believe... We're in good shape. We're actually going to have a podcast, which is great because I'm really excited to announce our special guest today. Um, very exciting for me personally because this is a uh, player, an original uh, Speedwords Arena player from back in the day, one of the very first games I ever created and has been part of that really, uh, I think, amazing gamer community. Um, I just love the Speedwords crowd they're so nice um i don't get to interact very often with uh with the players usually only when um something's wrong with the server <laughs> so it's <laughs> which happens every once in a while um thanks to my hosting provider but um uh so that's an opportunity you would imagine where the interactions might not be so pleasant but the speedwords crowd is always so nice and gracious <laughs> and understanding so i really appreciate it super exciting to meet Salen ginger from uh from speedwords and some of my other games uh and real life karen welcome to the show thanks <laughs> super exciting Good to be here yeah super exciting to have you um so, Karen, do you have a... Oh, okay. Yeah, Allison <laughs> says I should ask. Okay. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about yourself first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I am from New Jersey, and I had Sailing Ginger as a um, name because we used to sail all the time. We did sell the sailboat, so we're not doing that anymore. But, um, yeah, I love playing the games. It's usually the way I go to sleep at night because I have a little bit of insomnia. So, uh, it helps me to kind of, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I can go out and play. It's, you know, turn it on and play. So it's fun. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's so nice to hear. I, I, I love to hear stories about people who actually play some of the, the games that I write. So that's exciting. Um, where did you sail, by the way? Where do you sail from New Jersey? You it, just go out into the sound? It's Chesapeake. We kept our boat down in Annapolis. Oh, okay. And we uh, sailed Chesapeake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. What uh, what type of boat did you uh, did you sail? It was a 45-foot Catalina. Okay. So it was, um, wow. you know, like flat screen TVs and bedrooms. And oh <laughs> it was pretty much like having a little condo on the, on the water. So. Wow. Yeah, so we were roughing it. How did, did you, how to, uh, far did you take it? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, I used to sail in the Puget Sound on a 32 foot cat. Wow. Nice. I've done sailing, but it was basically in a bathtub with a sail. On it. <laughs> <laughs> we just flipped it over for fun to, to like use as a diving board. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, that's the extent of my sailing. But that sounds like uh, some boats that you could actually take on a trip somewhere or something. Did you? Yeah, we never went too far. We would go down to um, St. Mike's or Solomon Island, which isn't, which is like a day sail. Because, okay. you know, you don't go too fast in a sailboat when you're uh, sailing. So we, we never went real far, but it was it was a blast and it was just very relaxing. And Why would you, you never give that up? <laughs> um. I did a lot of the work on the boat in terms oh, of dealing with the lines and stuff. And a couple of years ago, I had to have a knee replacement, which oh. didn't go real well. Oh, so no. sailing okay. is probably not the best thing for me now. So we bought a house at the shore. Okay. So, okay. That's very nice. <laughs> a little more stable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to go. Although I did just see that video going around the internet of that house, like being swallowed up by the ocean recently. <laughs> Uh, thanks for that image. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't worry it was on David fragile stilts over there yeah that's me you can always count on me for the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well do you have a fun fact for us today i do and it's related to speedwords arena Ooh. i was flying on a plane this is years ago and i can't even tell you where i was going to but i was sitting next to this man and he was just fascinating he was actually a truck driver and he had, he drove uh, cars, delivered cars. He, but he, this was a job he did after he had retired because he used to work in computers and his wife started traveling with him, but they realized that the marriage was not going to last if they kept traveling together in the same cab. So she took up tr truck driving as well. Oh, wow. oh. <laughs> But what he was most proud of was his nephew who lived on the West Coast Okay. because his nephew had developed a game based on a game that as a family, they used to get together and you can correct me after I'm done if I'm wrong, but they used to get together and play a version of Scrabble. Okay. And his nephew, David, developed this game what? called Speedwords <laughs> Arena. <can't> wait. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was, oh gosh! That's my, okay, I know who this is. <laughs> I believe, I believe it's so. Farmer Anthony. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh! That's so he was like so proud of this, and he he made me write it down that I would you know check it out when I got home, which I did, and I fell in love with the game. That's how you started. Aww. Oh my yes. goodness! Your Aww. uncle. I cannot believe that. Wow. <laughs> that is an amazing story. So that was. I wonder, he does not fly much, so I wonder where, what in the world the age Well, his, I know his wife was with one of their children because they were expecting a grandchild, so that's why she had not driven. Oh, that's why okay. she was, you know, having a, one of the trucks. Uh -huh, so that's why okay. she wasn't with him. We talked the whole trip. <laughs> How he much was fun is that? He is a very interesting character. He's um, a, uh, a small update. He's he's doing homesteading now, so he's he's just into all the most interesting projects. But they are living without any external um, utilities, power, water, nothing. Doing it, building, built his own place. Like it's Pulse. it's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been out there yet, but uh, it's it's on it's on my list. So they just got a got some land and decided to do the. The homesteading thing. Farmer wow. Anthony, yes. Yes. <laughs> so 
Farmer Anthony used to work in computers. Was he like physically inside? The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's been know. a while, so I don't know what his job was. Maybe David can. Yeah, I don't about. actually. Re- I I was too young back then uh, before he was a truck driver to to remember. So he's been a, a truck driver for a long time, and yeah. That's that is so funny. His my aunt uh, <laughs> d- became a truck driver, and they would hit the road together. So. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm picturing it as like a Tron situation where he like beam himself into the computer and then like you know, fight cybercrime. <laughs> that might be that That's might be a wrong. It. No, no, you're probably right. That's got to be right. <laughs> Yes. Wow, that's a lot of fun. I had no idea that's how you learned about the game. So yeah, and you've been uh, you've been around ever since. I looked, I checked out the leaderboard, and you're in the top forty on Speedwords for a total score. So that's that's no small feat. That's (laughs) um, that's not an easy game. So (laughs) yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the game it's based on we called our family called it Go Scrabble, but I think it's similar to it's similar to Bananagrams. So, um, but we just played with regular Scrabble tiles and yeah. Wow. Well, that that is a fun fact. Wow. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for bringing that. Uh, let's see who shall we go with next. How about uh, Jake? Why not? Sure. Uh, I have Texas fun facts. Oh. And uh, a German fun fact, and they're the same. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Um, Texas is about twice the size of Germany. Um, and wow. another thing, like for um, those East Coast folks, there's a ranch in Texas that one person owns that is more than that is bigger than the state of Rhode Island. Wow. Wow. So size comparison for you. Um, but Texas is so German that we have our own German dialect. Oh, it's called Texas oh. German. Um, and it's mostly spoken in the hill country. So uh, like just south, south of Dallas, south east of Dallas. Yeah. Um, so Fredericksburg. Um well, I guess it's farther south. No, so it's around San Antonio, Austin area. I guess I never um, think about Texas having hills, but that's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, it's still spoken today, um, but it uh, it's kind of like Pennsylvania Dutch, where it's it's like eighteen hundreds German mixed with like Texan, and yeah, the wow. very large population. Have which, you ever heard it spoken yourself? Uh, never had yes. to the hills. Oh. oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. So we, I mean, we haven't been down to Fredericksburg in a while, but I'd like to go back. RJ had tent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fun. I think it's about time for the bats to to yes. start making visits. Oh. So. All right. Cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's hard to picture. I'd never think of texas being that big relative to germany i thought mm. germany was a pretty big country but it's pretty uh, big for a european country okay yeah yeah okay. so if you country. <laughs> yeah if you uh kind of just pose texas over like western europe uh 
they would, Texas would cover Paris, Prague, Milan, Amsterdam, Brussels, Munich, and Florence. That's how big it is. Wow. Uh, wow. It takes 13 and a half hours to drive from the very tip of Texas all the way down to Brownsville. So, wow. So, yeah. That's a lot of Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Texas. I think RJ has some Texas sized stories with uh, some of her international friends just being uh, odd by how big it is. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I don't remember exactly the the math, but when I was in college, I had a lot of friends in Puerto Rico and we did the math of how many Puerto Rico's would fit in one Texas. Oh my goodness. A lot. (laughs) But even so I I went to school in New York. So even the the like East Coast people were odd. Like there are two time zones. Texas has two time zones. Uh, Uh, And like my graduating class was thirteen hundred people. That's Uh, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. Even even within Texas, that's like a lot. Uh, I think my the three high schools in my hometown are like three of the top five biggest high schools in Texas. Wow! But uh, yeah, I loved just like messing with people like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. yeah, that's insane. I that's I I do remember having a conversation with um, someone who was unfamiliar with the U.S. and thought they would just come over and like visit new york and la and you know just go mm-hmm. and pop around the country <laughs> yeah. and just visit a bunch of big cities i'm like um <laughs> well no you can't just jump on a train and be somewhere in a couple hours no. it's, it's nope it's a yeah it's own it's own world all right yeah the answer is 74 puerto ricos will fit inside yes. texas oh, oh wow <laughs> wow well, that was a Texas size fun fact. Who shall we? <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Who shall we have next? How about Caitlin? Okay. So um, my fun fact came out of a conversation that happened last night with my husband. We were uh, eating some ice cream after dinner and all of a sudden he goes, ah, brain freeze. Oh, and then he we goes, are the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> happened to us last night as well. And, oh. and then he turns to me and he goes, he goes, you're a scientist. What make, what causes brain freeze? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> so I did. Um, so it basically comes down to when the cold, it doesn't have to be ice cream, but the cold of whatever you're consuming um, hits the roof of your mouth and it has to cover a good percentage of it. So it's, you know, if you just have like an, you usually won't get brain freeze from just an ice cube because it's kind of localized. And so you have something that covers most of your, most of your mouth and it basically tricks your body into thinking that it's really cold and it needs to constrict its blood vessels to come. You need to constrict your blood vessels to conserve heat. And the actual mechanical action of those blood vessels constricting um, causes pain receptors (laughs) to (laughs) actually like is, is what activates the nerves and the pain receptors in, in your brain. And, and makes you your gives you the headache feeling, um, and it's specifically through this what's called the trigeminal nerve, which surrounds the 
major blood vessels in the brain. And so that's why you kind of get, um, it's not just, you know, a localized pain. It's kind of like all over your head. Wow. And according to the article I read, only about a third of people experience brain freeze at all, which I was surprised it was that low because I thought it was a fairly common um, thing. I haven't had it in a, a lot of years, so I don't know if I just eat my ice cream slowly or I've <laughs> outgrown or I've outgrown the um the tendency to get it but they th- but scientists think that um if you're it's when your trigeminal nerve is more sensitive that makes you more prone to, to experiencing it so uh, I don't know yeah I'm upset more people aren't experiencing my pain <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, yeah it's not fair what's your technique for um getting over it Oh, you should push, you should press your tongue to the roof of your mouth okay. and warm the blood vessels up again. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Good, to, good to know. Um, it sounds like everyone here has experienced brain freeze at one point. Nobody here is in the, in the percentage of people that haven't, don't get it. Not me. No. What about no. Maria? Have, have yeah. you had brain freeze? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, trying to look back. <laughs> I was really enjoying the um, triple scoop ice cream cone <laughs> that RJ is drawing <laughs> until until the blue one. Okay, the blue scoop. I, I don't know what kind of ice cream is. Blueberry. Oh, Cotton candy. <laughs> Cotton blueberry is delicious. Then, but is blueberry ice cream blue? Isn't it like vanilla? Not with quite blue, that blue. Blueberries in it? No. But, okay. Maybe it's like I'm some just sort using of the blue raspberry. <laughs> it's made out of Cookie Monster. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> cookie uh, Monster ice cream, guys. Come on. Have you ever been no. to a. I'm not the monster. <laughs> There's a place called Dough here in Manhattan where you can get an ice cream cone filled with cookie dough. I think I might have mentioned that once before, but um, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not blue though. It's it's cookie dough colored brown. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they might have blue. Who knows? Yeah, it if it, it sounds better than it actually is. We yeah. we discovered. Yeah. Uh, basically, the, as you walk away from the place, the ground and the trash cans are littered with cones of of uh, cookie dough. Yeah, half eaten. Yeah. You can't oh. eat, you can't eat three scoops of cookie dough you in a walk. Yeah, that's a lot. Of it just doesn't it doesn't work. No. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds like one of the things where you're like, "Oh, that sounds good," and then you you get a few bites in, and you're kind of like, "Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, that was that that satisfied me." Exactly. Yeah. Why do I there, still have so much? Is there a time limit for this challenge? <laughs> no, anytime. No, just next time you come visit. If you can eat the whole like, I won't even say three scoop because that would just be gross if you did eat oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, but a double scoop. Yeah. If you can eat a double, double scoop, scoop, I'd be. I don't know. Any flavor be you're choosing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, yeah. there are different, they have different flavors. Oh, yeah. They like got chocolate cookie chip cookie dough. Tons of different Peanut flavors, butter cookie like dough. At least 10. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot. Yeah. I see. But the problem hmm. for me, part of the problem was um, the cookie dough does not taste like actual cookie dough to me. I think they probably had to add some preservatives, some, some preservatives and change yeah, it up a little bit. So it's probably not, don't. I don't think it's Maybe raw they egg. Do it without eggs, <laughs> yes. yeah, some sort of substitute for the eggs. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a probably that's like two scoops of the type of cookie dough that's like in ice cream, mm-hmm. which makes it even I think more challenging. Yeah, yeah. Jake, I don't know if you'd. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't even want to challenge I mean, you to this because it's just too much. 
<laughs> if I can't, if there's not a possibility of getting salmonella out of this, then no, no. I don't know. Do it. <laughs> oh, then it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, don't um, worry. You can you can pick up a few, uh, a little bit of street meat on the way from one of those. those <laughs> oh gosh. So, yeah. That's always. I don't know if I want to ask about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I. I yeah, I had an adventure with that where I thought when I came to visit New York City for one of the first times, I thought I was not ever going to be back. And so this was my one opportunity to try all the um, delicious smelling oh, no. things on the street from the street carts. So I spent mm -hmm. the entire day eating nothing but stuff off the street carts, every possible mm -hmm. thing I could have. The list went on and on. It was at least 20 different items, probably more. Um, I got so sick. <laughs> I got so sick that night. <clears throat> I I was uh, in a in a hotel bathroom, um, just having a really rough time, and I actually blacked out and woke up with a chipped tooth. <laughs> so that's <laughs> I, I still have that souvenir to this day. So I don't recommend. That was me in Austin a couple weeks ago. <laughs> What's that? I said that was me in Austin. Oh really? <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. Oh, my oh. goodness. Yeah. I wasn't even drinking. I just had a migraine. <laughs> oh, no, that is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it, was, it was worth it for the story, though, I think. Yeah. I mean, now yeah. you have a story about it. Yeah. Note that I'm not drawing any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hey, yeah. RJ, what was that city in Spain? I think it was Spain that street food's illegal. I think it's in all of Spain. So we we watched a um, a TV show about street food. This guy was traveling to different countries and trying the local street food. And in in Spain, or at least in this one city, um, actually, you have a good. This is a good transition because I was going to say add something about brain freeze, but um, traditional street food is illegal. So they do basically bar hopping but through these different little teeny tiny restaurants and just get like what what you would get on the street you know something sort of oh. handheld casual like there's no seating in these restaurants you just you have to go inside to to get it and he was saying street food is a state of mind we have that argument a lot because there's a restaurant here that calls itself like Italian street food. And he's like, how could it, Jake says, like, how can it be Italian street food if it's in a restaurant? It's like, street food is a state of mind. It's delicious. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But it's not street food. Okay. I have to sit down and eat it. It's not street food. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And actually, it's funny that you mentioned Spain because I was just going to say, like, Sophie, I hope you're listening. My my friend from Spain sometimes listens. The other day we were talking about brain freeze and I asked her like what it's called in Spanish and it, they don't really have a phrase for it. She says, um, cefalea de helado, which is like ice cream headache. But she says, nobody calls it that. They just say, se te sube el frío a la cabeza, which is like the cold went to your head. Oh, mm. okay. Or se te sube el frío al, al cerebro, which is the cold went to your brain. And she explained to me also like how how it happens. Basically, I'm I'm like translating as I read, but basically what happens is that a lot of blood enters your brain and it's it produces the sensation known as brain freeze. I think she like sent this from a from an article. 
but yeah interesting but i I thought that was interesting i was like finding out what it's called so (laughs) she said uh conocida como brain freeze like known as brain freeze and i was like oh yeah that's what we call it oh yeah because if you if you have it you want to be able to like say like ah brain freeze or something mm-hmm. you can't like oh the cold went to my brain i don't know it's just not <laughs> it doesn't have the same pizzazz, I that guess. is efficient when you're in pain yeah. <laughs> yeah and actually in our conversation i was even not even having it i was trying to explain what happens to me when i'm trying to uh translate something really quickly like when i'm in a conversation with someone who speaks spanish <laughs> like oh. it's like brain freeze i just i don't know oh, why that like, kind i know of brain how to say freeze. the word oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it was, i was asking her how do you say brain freeze and i didn't give her that context ahead of time so, okay i want to use the same phrase but <laughs> when i have to translate something <laughs> oh yeah i didn't even think about that there's two kinds yeah. of brain freeze yeah. like what happens to me all the time on this show like oh, what, what, what what do I say next? Okay. Yeah. I call that brain farts. Yeah. Me too. True. Yes. We, uh, my family calls them senior moments. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Okay. No, it's not. I'm senior one on here. <laughs> yes, we have no senior moments here. Well, I, I guess, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I can't say that for myself, I guess, but, um, okay. So Maria, do you have a Swedish word of the day for us? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, it's related to my fun fact. Oh, okay. Uh, Chinesiska Muren. Oh, never, no. never. No. Oh my gosh. Come on. <laughs> you can't give up before you try. Jake. Come on. Uh, let's hear you try, Jake. Go for it. <laughs> One more time. Chinesiska <laughs> muren. I I don't have the first one, but Scott Milden. <laughs> Scott Milden what? But, yeah. Resignation. I, I couldn't hear the first part. Scott Milden is re- resignation. All right, you're gonna have to explain this one. I don't think any of us are even gonna be able to <laughs> attempt to say that. That's. <laughs> Yeah, the I Great Wall can... of China. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. All right. Tell us about the Great Wall of China. Well, I first heard this fun fact on a quiz show, and I thought it was an urban legend. <laughs> okay. Because I'm the mortar of the uh, Ming Dynasty part of the Great Wall of China is made out of sticky rice. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's just mind blowing. Uh, sticky rice flour mixed with slaked lime. Mm. Wow. Okay. And it's also been used in other city walls, uh, pagodas, and tombs. And just many of in- these. Structures are still intact. That's that is amazing. So it like hardens, yeah. or that's yeah. It's with uh, it withstands like natural disasters like earthquakes. And one Ming era tomb remained intact after the advances of a modern day bulldozer. 
Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, it, it gets stronger and stronger. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Huh. Yeah. wonder why we don't build with that more often. Yep. Because the Romans invented concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell Farmer Anthony about this. Like, you can make some sticky rice walls. <laughs> it gets stronger and stronger. Wake up and it's so night. compact that there's not weeds in a lot of parts of the wall built during the Ming Dynasty. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Have you guys ever heard the phrase? Speaking of walls, have you guys ever heard the phrase "cow high, pig tight"? No. Never. No. 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 <laughs> Before Is anyone that a phrase? Thing, no, I don't I've think that's a phrase anyone would take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I heard it uh, for the first time when I was touring Gettysburg and it's how they used to make uh, like stone walls. They would build them high enough to stop a cow, but tight enough to stop pigs from like rooting underneath and getting out. And uh, that was just kind of like the the standard way to, to fence in property was cow high, pig tight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. So I was, whenever I travel through or take a drive through New England or some New England um, area, uh, it's just full of stone walls. And I always wondered, like, I don't know why that was a preferred material, but I guess isn't a lot of it due to um, just farmers like clearing their fields of rocks and putting them toward the edge? Yep. Yeah, just always associated with yep. them with property lines. It's just okay. using what's using what's available. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like they were out to build a stone wall. They were just that's just the place you put all the stones that you that you plow yeah. up. Well, I mean, I yeah. would imagine that you're, you know, as you're going along, you're you're, you know, kind of collecting all these stones and it's like, well, what are we going to do with them? <laughs> how how do how can we use these? We might as well might as well make the walls out of them, you know, as opposed to Mm-hmm. just throwing them away yeah. yeah i can see why you need more than just cow high and you need the pig tight though because um one of the things that fascinated me about cows is that you can fence them in with a with, with a flat bridge that has mm-hmm. big enough yeah. gaps in it <laughs> they won't cross they won't cross a bridge if their hooves might go through the cracks oh. Yeah, so you can just have the wide open, drive a tractor in and out. It's fine, and the, mm-hmm. the cows won't cross it. Yeah, that's how um, we have, they're called, um, oh, I just lost the word. Um, cattle, it's not cattle bars, but basically the same thing. So like entrances to properties, like uh, instead of being fenced in, they just have cattle guards and it's just like schedule 40 pipe over like six or seven feet and it keeps anything from like, like crossing over it. Cause they just fall through and get stuck. Oh. Oh. Okay. So it works for more than cattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, fascinating. And Siska Murin. <laughs> kind of Siska Murin. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say the sweetest word of the day? I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the great sticky wall of China. <laughs> sticky rice wall. Sticky rice wall. Yes. Cool. That was a fun fact. Um, 
Let's see. I think we got. I think that's it, right? Not me. What about Alison?、Oh, I knew I was missing someone. I was looking right、Stop、at her. her. <laughs> I was like, I feel like there's one more, but I didn't. I don't have a list in front of me. Okay, Alison. I guess you can give a fun fact as well. Okay, I will. <laughs> How generous. Um. So mine is also an international fun fact. Okay. Uh, there is a library. Um. In Vermont. That、okay. is also a library in Canada. The border goes right through it,、oh. um, but you do not need to have a passport to cross from one side of the、yes. library to the other. Oh, it's a li- yeah, it's a library and opera house.、Um, the library <coughs> where they keep the books is on the Canada side. The opera house where the stage is is on the U.S. side. So it's the only library in the U.S. with no books. And the only opera house in Canada with no stage,、um, <laughs> um, and so even though you don't need any kind of identification to cross from one side of the library slash opera house to the other, you do have to go back out of the entrance that you came in.、Uh-huh. You can't you can't use it as an unofficial、yeah. boarding like what, border crossing site. Yeah, I was wondering how they keep people. Yeah, from, how do they do that? From just freely just swap your. Your little badge or whatever, and go out the other door. Apparently, it is an official border, so that there is border enforcement there. I don't know if the librarians are empowered to do that, or there's some other type of of official presence.、Um, but my favorite fun fact, and it's called the the Haskell Free Library, by the way,、okay. um, is that、um, you have to return books to the appropriate desk for your country of citizenship. And the、uh, library fines are by your country of citizenship. Oh, so they're different. <laughs> yeah, Canadians and yep. And US. What state so, is that? Vermont. Oh, Vermont. Yeah. So if you're if you're American, you're coming from the American side, the U.S. side. Yep. So you can go in and you can you can get over to the library side. You can check out books. Yeah. But you have to check them out from the like. Amer- U.S. counter or <laughs>、yep. something. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right, and you get fined differently. Yep. Did you happen to know who gets fined more? No, I think it's just based on your currency. Oh, it's the same fine, just yeah. Got to pay in the red、right、currency. Oh, okay. Okay,、yep. that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yep. So I just thought that was. Well, I feel like we need to know more about this. I need to know how someone could be prevented from using the wrong door. Like, seems like it would be so easy. To library,、uh, straight up G's. I don't. Have you ever been in a library? <laughs> like libraries don't aren't like oh easy to nav. I don't find them to be easy to navigate through. Like usually, there's you know they have numbers on the walls where you know you just <laughs> yeah look at probably a sign that says exit exit U.S. <laughs> exit Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just curious. Like, how would you? Enforce that, like when when you come in. Well, maybe when you maybe when you come in, you have to like pick up some little, I don't know, badge thing. It would have the, to be stamped on with, your like, body or something. Like a radio ID in it or whatever, and then you have to, <laughs> you know, then you turn it back in as you exit, and you have to, you know, it will only accept it on the the correct side. I don't know. I mean, there yeah, are plenty of like, I mean, it's not a metal、think. detector, but there's the like, you know, anti. You know, anti-theft detectors. At I mean, even my local little library has, you know, detectors that will 
beep at you if you try to exit without checking out the book oh, <laughs> that you've okay. got in your hand. You know what I mean? Okay. So there must be, you know, it seems like it would be fairly straightforward. Yeah. Except if it's something that you can carry. I just feel like you could um, collude with someone and swap your your badges and then exit on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. David, they're not going to be I can't. I can't. After listening to this podcast. Yeah, I can't. I can't find the information. The only thing I could find. I mean, I mean Vermont's not, it's not that far away, David. You just need to I, make a I think we're going to have to try this. Yeah, we need to meet right. someone in Canada at the library and see if we can go out um, the yeah, opposite ends of the library. I don't want to get detained for this. <laughs> yeah. Public service announcement. I was yeah. Yeah. Try, to, try to swindle them, David. I'm just yeah. saying you should like go in the U.S. side like a, like a law-abiding <laughs> citizen and see what see what the mechanism is okay, and then, I, mean, yeah. I, I would imagine that would there's there's got to be something i mean even if it's just yeah i don't like, have to actually do it but i'm just security cameras i don't know if i could yeah. <laughs> okay yeah on facts live does not endorse breaking law in any uh, <laughs> yeah. in well, any form no yeah we do not I, i'm pretty sure that's how my dad's family ended up in the u.s <laughs> <laughs> no, we lived, the family was on like one side of Lake Champlain in Quebec, moved over to the Vermont side. I doubt there was any kind of documentation. Um, that, that's my guess. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I found is it was closed for four years for renovation to make both entrances handicapped accessible. And four years? It took a long, a they, long time. You have to preserve the historic character. But the ramp? With the well, with the handicap accessibility oh and gosh. also fire safety. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Wow. We're gonna go see it. Oh. It's yeah. Our we next got, now, now I'm very curious about this thing. Yeah. So, um, uh, not to not to spin off on a tangent, but <laughs> go for it. Do you it. guys, Patrick's <laughs> Pub and Grill? What Pub what? and Grill? Have you guys heard of that? What can you say? Hat trick. Patrick's. Patrick's. No. Like Saint no. Patrick. No. no. Uh, it, it's sort of the same thing. Um, but it is a bar located on uh, the state line between Tennessee and Georgia. Hmm. And the Georgia side, the county that it's in, is a dry county. Uh. <laughs> so you can purchase alcohol and ten- like, you know, go to Tennessee and buy and drink there. But like about halfway through the bar, like you have to leave your beer or other drinks <laughs> in Tennessee <laughs> while you go use the restroom or like, you know, go do anything else. <laughs> wow. I didn't know there were such things as dry no. counties. Yeah. Really? Uh, about 3% no. of the oh, U.S. is still more. considered dry. Yeah. What? I live in a dry, <laughs> I live in a dry town. What? In, <laughs> Haddonfield, in, Haddonfield, New Jersey. Really? Right across the bridge from Philadelphia is totally dry. Uh, Whoa! That it's, crazy? It's yeah. really crazy. I had no idea <laughs> kinds of things existed. Yeah, uh, that's so. It's like just not available for purchase there, or you can't even have alcohol in there. You you can bring alcohol with you to a restaurant, but the restaurant can't serve it. Oh wow! What? Do okay. they have like corking fees and stuff like that? You know, we've never encountered any in any of the okay. restaurants we went to. Okay, that is always the biggest scam to me. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's pretty flexible because they want you to come here. Okay. Yeah, that's. You know, but that's. Down. I don't understand how restaurants even make it then, because that's where they. That's the only 
part that has a profit margin. That's where margin. so much of the profit comes from, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's got to be a hard business to, a hard place to run a restaurant business. Yeah. Wow, okay. I had no idea. Well, that's, that's a fun <laughs> fact all on its, its own. And so close by in, in Jersey. Yeah. All right. Well, that's... David's now planning our road trip to all these places. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Go visit all the dry counties in the U.S. Dry counties. Mm. And, uh, come, to, come to Fredericksburg. <laughs> Listen to uh, Texas German. Yes. So um, Alice and I were talking about once, once um, I've been trying to get her to... Uh, Learn Texas German. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trying to, to get her to uh, hit the road with me, basically, um, for, for an extended period of time. And, and one of the things we're talking about doing is, is collaborating, and, collaborating on an app where you could have these um, sort of eclectic checklists. And uh, I feel like this is, this is good fodder for, for some of that. So, like, visit all the dry counties in the US would be one of them. <laughs> and you can just, every time you go to one, you can check it off and then you get a little badge when you finish. What? You can call it the, like the, the teetotaler. You can call it the, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, go for it, Jake. I was gonna say, you can call it the teetotaler badge. Yeah. But yes. I think you and I have the same idea. <laughs> I was trying to think of a third like alliteration. I was like, teetotaler trail, teetotaler, I was, that's, yeah. Oh yeah, the teetotaler trail, I love it. <laughs> And I'm just thinking this sounds like my dream app because I love stupid checklists for no for nothing and like like lists for everything. Everything I think of, like I have different lists for every single thing. And uh, she has a list to keep track of her lists. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not a joke. I wanted to build this app for years. I actually have a prototype of it, but my dream is like let people crowdsource this stuff. So you can come up with like uh, visiting your favorite ghost uh, places or whatever. Yeah. And I thought uh, I, I was I always wanted something where I could pull up an app like this and say, wouldn't be a fun thing to do this weekend and have uh, some checklists yeah. to do, get some badges. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I need this like yesterday. Can you, like drop everything and <laughs> yeah. work on that because this sounds amazing. All right. Maybe that'll be my next project. Um, yeah, after I get drop solitaire done, it's getting close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that wraps it up, right? Unless we have someone else on the on the on the call that <laughs> I don't know about. Just the voices in your head. But yeah, it's seriously. Fine. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of those. It's hard yeah. to keep them hard to keep them separate sometimes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us. We'll see you. Uh, Oh, wait, RJ, <laughs> where can people find us online? Yes. Uh, if you like the show, follow us on all the social media. We're at Hot Chai Games on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're not watching live right now, we're Hot Chai Productions on YouTube, where we record this podcast with live art and then stream the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Awesome. Thank you. And we'll see you again, same place. Same time next week. Yep. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.